Welcome to Beyond the Shoots is presented by Parasite Systems. I'm your host, Doug Simcox, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Mr. Sam Swearingen. Of course, Sam is a two-time IFR Saddle Bronc Average winner. And today, Sam, we are going to talk a little bit about the average because after two rounds of this IFR, IFR 54, it's time to start to introduce that conversation. Of course, we are recording here today in Guthrie, Oklahoma. We're at the Garden Hilton? Hilton Gardens. Oh, Hilton Gardens. Um, and it's cold outside, Sam. Yes, you know, everybody says, oh, you're used to it. Well, you don't get used to it, you deal with it, you know? <laughs> right. It's no fun. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're in Buffalo, New York, or Oklahoma. It's yeah. cold. It's cold. It's time. It's time for it to stop. We yeah. need, you know, if it was not terribly warm, maybe 60, 70 right now. Yeah, we wouldn't ask for much. That'd no. be okay. That'd be all right. We'd wear sweaters. As long as it was sunny. Yeah. Yeah. So today, Sam and I are good as long as it's sunny. No snow flurries and that sort of thing. Um, So today, Sam and I are going to be wrapping up round number two, the Friday night round. And uh, just general takeaways, Sam, what did you think? I thought it's been a good final so far. Uh, The timed events, uh, of course, the barrel racing kind of stands out. It's, It's been phenomenal. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know, Doug. I rub it in, rub it in. Um, the livestock's been good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the contestants have been good. So yeah. it, it's been, been a good week. Yeah. And I tell you what, we sat up there last night, had a table. We had my laptop. We were scoring as we, we watched it. It was so nice and comfortable. And thank goodness we have those media passes because the, the, they're working out, dude. I'll tell you how comfortable it was. It was so comfortable when the earthquake hit, Doug didn't even know it hit. I didn't even know it hit. I was looking around saying, what the heck is happening? Is there a horse rubbing on a post down underneath? Because, no, uh, I felt it. Nobody else got nervous, so it's just like... uh, Okay, I'll sit back. Must be an everyday occurrence. Part of the deal. And they said last, early this morning, uh, again. Yeah, at 537, there was one here that hit the hotel. Really? Right. Yep. Did you did you hear it? You didn't feel it? I didn't. I was oh. sleeping. Yeah, that's twice, folks. He, he, he <laughs> can sleep through earthquakes. Yeah. Well, I've got a big old subwoofer in my car. You know, one of those thump, thump, thump ones. So, you know, it. I just thought maybe, you know, somebody turned the bass up. Somebody started the car? Yeah, maybe. 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 Hey, let's uh, let's get on with the show, shall we? Let's go. Um, we got some updates um, from, from some of the Rawhide Rodeo crew. Give it to us, Sam. Well, um, Dalen just just got to watch it. Uh, he's in Chicago at a PBR, and he won the first round. So, eighty-eight and a quarter. Eighty-eight and a quarter. Yeah, and, uh, made yeah. a nice ride. Really took care of business. Did made a really good bull ride. So good luck tonight, Dalen. And Chicago was the first one you win, and. Hopefully, you'll win it again. Sounds like he had some problems getting there. He had to borrow gear, it sounded like, when he got there. I don't know. I don't know what he what he did, but he did, when they interviewed him afterwards, he said, well, maybe it it was a good thing that I had flights delayed and canceled and, you know, didn't have to think about nothing but getting there. Yeah. And and Dad wasn't there to save him this time. Last two times, I saved him, but uh, yeah. he was yeah. on his own this time. Yeah, yeah. You weren't, didn't, weren't going to go drive, pick him up like you have in the past. Well... Yeah. I ain't saying I wouldn't do it if yeah, you didn't yeah. ask me, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah, 
He's he's getting resourceful. There you go. There you go. And uh, who else you got, Sam, on the Rawhide crew? Well, Colton. Yeah, um, yeah. He's out on the road. I don't know where he's at. He's bouncing from here to there and the other one. But uh, I think Denver is his next stop. I think he did okay in Odessa. And uh, I'm not sure about the qualifier for Fort Worth. But uh, he is uh, He's doing well. Yeah. He's doing very well, I think. And it's all about getting out of the barrier and drawing the right steer. Yeah. Other than that, there's so many guys that are good. And hopefully he'll get right in the mix and uh, make the – Fort Worth Rodeo, and I'll get to go down and see them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm just thinking, as you said, Dalen and Colton, for our listeners, of course, that's Dalen and Colton Swearingen, your kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just take it for granted. I know. Everybody knows, you know, yeah, it's your kids. Knows. I mean, yeah, yeah. Going, who the hell wrote all my kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves their kids. Absolutely. They think everybody knows everything about them, and uh, I took it for granted. Sorry yeah. about that. Well, it's kind of like share or something like that, meaning one name, you know. Uh, <laughs> is Colton Brandon himself out there, uh, just Colton? I hope not. He's not using the fire irons like uh jeremy and the rest of the boys oh, i don't see him want to get branded no i didn't mean branded <laughs> like that oh my mm. what what episode did we do that in oh my goodness that yeah that, that's, oh, that's a while ago that's a while that. ago i think that was really in the spring you want to hear the the brandon oh, oh. story what? yeah what? And one of the bronc riders here is branded who, that, who, that. Who, 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 who's that timothy troyer he was in that deal? he was in on it and he on that one he wasn't in on the the little coat hanger Brandon that yeah, they did, yeah, they they did a real brand, yeah. I, I don't remember what it was, yeah, but, uh, yeah. They, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that that oh, every time I think of that story, it's it's a good story. Well, it's a story, but to watch from the outside, it's good guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, and then and then who else you got? Who else is on the crew? Oh, um, Raymond. Raymond is at the circuit finals right now uh, for the first frontier. And he won the first round and got bucked off on a second head. Oh, he did? Yeah. He, uh, we were in the middle of a podcast, and Raymond never calls. You know, he's like all the kids. You know, they don't call till they need something. <laughs> he called three times, and he had a horse that was really hard to get out on. It really reared out of there. And I told him what I would do, but I said, yeah, yeah. You, you ride different from what I did at that time. Yeah, and I don't yeah. want to mess you up if you don't feel comfortable. Don't do it. But, right. Uh, he said he got it marked out and you know went a couple jumps and then just got his chin and bucked him off. Well, this and this is just a I wasn't there to see it, but I imagine he marked him out and he thought that would be the hardest part of the ride. Yeah. And said, oh, shoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it till ten. Right, uh-huh. right, right. That's just a theory. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. of course, Eli is here. Yes. And uh, I'll get a hold of Eli. Eli Hershberger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's riding here this weekend. Yep, so. yep. Good, good, good. All right. Well, back to our schedule here, the IFR schedule. We've been busy. Uh, today, they had the Contract Act Showcase. We had some interviews. We were recording. Sam didn't get down there, but Riley Jane Mintier, who stopped by yesterday, we got to catch up with her. I mean – just just to talk to her I, I i may not even ask how she did she's just a hoot to talk to <laughs> well you old wrinkle up guy <laughs> you know she she was hilarious and oh, my. It, it was it was good fun yeah yeah 
good fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Tonight, uh, this, uh, the third performance, third of four performance, uh, is going to be at uh, 7.30. And, um, and then tomorrow, um, on Sunday, they have the OG&E Kids Day. That starts at noon. And then back for the final round. And the crowning of the champions tomorrow afternoon, uh, performance five at two o'clock. And we've been to the Buckle Award ceremonies after each performance, Sam, and uh, been able to connect with some folks. And and uh, we're going to talk to some of those folks today. Yeah, it's been uh, really a pleasure to see them get their buckles and the stock get, get its due that uh, they deserve. And everybody's been gracious that uh, we asked to come on the show and have done it. Yeah, yeah. All right. And major sponsors here for the IFR 54, Wrangler, Loves, and Ram. OG&E and Montana Silversmiths and the buckles this year, those go-round buckles. You know, uh, for our listeners, go-round buckles, that means you won that night's performance. So let's say for the bareback bronc riding, we're going to get into that in just a moment. Um, not only does the cowboy in the bareback bronc riding get a buckle for being high score, but the contractor um, uh of or, or the horse that he rode the contractor the stock contractor actually gets a buckle as well and um sam how many of those go round buckles do you have for your bronx and your bulls well um i've done fairly well not enough right you know you always want more you always uh, want more <laughs> yeah uh but uh I, i'm really not positive i would probably say around 10 around 10 okay okay all right and the money the big money uh it's been paying out we're going to see it we're going to see it as we talk about our our each of our events today just a reminder if you win out sam meaning you win all four rounds which by default you win the average you are going to get a check for two, $22,222.21 why not 22 cents? I don't know. I don't but, know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that nice that they can come in here and ride for that kind of money? And we hope it only gets bigger as the years go on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm guessing the 20, the 21 cents is so, as opposed to 22. So you and I talk about it every time we bring it up. Must be. I think so. Yeah. So a nice little hook there. Um, and. Of course, in our bull riding, we had um, we had in that first go round, we had one cowboy get all the money, but um, uh, which was what ninety two or yeah ninety two hundred dollars or something for the go round. Uh, we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Let's go to the first of our uh, rough stock riding events, the bareback bronc riding. Last night, Oklahoma Cowboy Lane Elson Peter um, comes in and. Rides with an 82 and three-quarter points, places him first in that round. He picks up $3,700, and that places him, Sam, in the average with two rounds to go. The aggregate, if you will, places him third. And he has a good shot to move up. Made a really nice ride last night and is a nice horse, really nice horse, and he did his job, and now he's moving on to see what the next two go-rounds do uh, for that aggregate. 
yeah. for where the larger money is. Yeah, larger money. Let's let's describe what the aggregate is. How do you how do you put that together, Sam? One of the ways I and I don't know why in rodeo it's always been called the average, but it is the aggregate. So if I'm on if I'm on uh, forehead and I'm eighty points apiece, my average is is three twenty. Did I do the math right there? Four times eighty. I don't know your accountant. You haven't got it right. No, I I always had a calculator. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Three hundred and twenty would be your cumulative points. Okay. And let's say you did four at, and I'm not going to give the answer. Four at eighty-one, you have three hundred and twenty-four. So you would be ahead of me in the average, average or the aggregate on forehead. Yes, as long as you get used to that, me being ahead of you, well, we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the average. So if you're sitting in third place, like like Lane is, there's thirty. If he holds that third place average, got to ride two more Bronx still, two more bareback still. He's going to pick up thirty seven hundred dollars. And he he would like to move up from that. Yeah, third place. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, we 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 look at two things. Number one, the average, but we also look at where they started this finals. He started number seven, and he has moved up to sixth. So he has picked up one 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 position in the world standing, Sam. So yes, let's keep him rolling. Yeah, yep. He'll he'll move on, and and it all depends on what you draw at this point. Uh, hopefully, he gets the right horses to. Keep chugging away at that average money. You bet. And the Cowboy that came in second, uh, Kansas Cowboy, Quinton Lunsford. He he plays second last night in the round, 81 and three quarters. And in the first round, he won that round. So that puts him first in the average. He's sitting at 165 on two head right now. And he has picked up $6,500 so far in the first two rounds, Sam. And he, if he remains at number one, there's another $7,400 in the average. Well, you could only do one spot better. And he was first one day and second the other. You can only go one, one spot better. So he's, he is sitting very well, very and, well for the aggregate. And anything stand out on his ride last night for you? How much control he had. Okay. Okay. Just had a lot of control. Yeah. All right. Tanner Phipps, uh, of course, he came in here number one. He's remained in the number one position. He placed second in the first round, 82 points. Um, 80 and a half last night put him third in the round, which puts him second in the average. He's won about $4,600 so far. Uh, another 5500 available if he hangs in that number two spot. Yeah, Tanner, uh, he had a re-ride last night. His first horse didn't perform like uh, it was supposed to, and that's livestock, you know. Sometimes they, you never know what's going to happen. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Tanner is going to have to be reckoned with in that average because he will not make a mistake. He'll, he'll be solid if he gets the right horses. You'll have to watch out for him, but he, he doesn't mess up too often. You bet, you bet. And and the next cowboy, Joshua Crager, comes in here number two in the points race. He has four world championships already with the IPRA. Um, and he um, he was quiet 
he's been quiet so far. He was 74 points uh, for no money in the first round. But last night, 77 and a quarter. He uh, placed fourth, picked up about $1,000 there, um, and is hanging around that number five spot. Now, the number five spot doesn't pay any money in the average. you got to be in the top four. Yeah, you don't want to be in a crying hole when it comes to money. Uh, What's trust it called? Me, I know. What's it called? The crying hole. Crying hole. Yeah. Hole. One place out of getting money or getting to where you want to be. So Okay. Okay. Uh, but Josh, he, uh, I've known Josh a long time, and it'll take a special horse to make him mess up. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he, he doesn't mess up too often. Okay. Uh, next Cowboy, final Cowboy that we're going to talk about. He wasn't in the money last night, but uh, we've kind of got him on our radar. Uh, Blaine Houston, of course. Uh, McBain, Michigan. 77 points in the first round. 74 points in the second round. Hanging in at number six in the average. Again, no money, but he's hanging there. Uh, what do you think of his performance so far, Sam? Um I thought last night he made a good ride on a good horse, and he was less points than he was the first night. So uh, I, I thought he could have been a couple more, but that's personal opinion. He's doing his job. He's riding his horses. He did mess that horse right up at the end a little bit. And, you know, somebody asked, called me today and said, well, what happened? You know, why were the scores as low? Mm-hmm. I said they really docked him if you messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. And shifting to the saddle bronc riding, the uh, the three-time world champion uh, Cody Reinhardt come to play. Uh, we saw him win last night's round with 82 and three-quarter points. Uh, picked up 3,700 last night. What'd you think, Sam? He made a nice ride. Just did his basics. Did he rode the horse for what he had and got the most out of him. Really had really had his toes out, getting a hole with his feet and making an outstanding spur ride. Absolutely. And uh, that puts him number one in the average right now. Two rounds down, right? Two rounds completed. But he's sitting at 158 points. He's about four points ahead right now in the aggregate over Timothy Troyer. So 7,400 there. Uh, he, he came in in the number four position. He's hanging in the number four position. He right now, if the rodeo would stop be, and not even talk averages, he's $2,700, Sam, out away from number one position in that fourth, uh, in that fourth place in the rankings. Yeah. It, it's going to be a horse race with them. Three guys are right there all together. It'll be a horse race to the end and, Probably the aggregate will decide the champion of the IPRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And would we have it any other way? I hope not. Well, unless you're Bolton Hudson, and he's got, what, like $200 million, uh lead at this point. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's... <laughs> Maybe not that much. That, that's what makes it exciting is yeah. to see who wins on Sunday. You bet, you bet. And then the Troyer boys come to town. Uh, Cookville, Tennessee Cowboy Rudy Troyer. Um, he, uh, was second in the round with 77 and a half points, picked up $2,700. Sammy sitting in third place in that average. What'd you think of his ride? That, that young man's impressed me. I first seen him up at St. T. Quebec this year and he won that and he just kept knocking away at him. 
Um, his, his older brother, Tim, came and worked with me for a while, so I, I knew he had the natural ability, but uh, now I got to see it firsthand. Well, and speaking of Tim, right, come, come, come to help you. He's now in Weatherford, Oklahoma. He was 77 a quarter points last night, placed third in the round, about $1,900 he picked up. He is setting second in the average with 154 points. Yeah, um, so if Tim's out in Weather Third. Um, oh, he must be working with the Etbowers at the school. Oh, okay. Uh, or had okay. been and yeah. decided yeah. to stay out there. But yeah. uh, I knew he was going to go to school out there. So hopefully he's still there and uh, or graduated mm -hmm. and, and moving on. From, there you go. There you go. And then last night, uh, Cody Gortson, uh, number two uh, bronc rider coming in. Um, he placed last night, picked up a fourth place check, I believe. Um, and we're going to be watching him as, as the evening goes on, um, or as the as the weekend goes on, I should say. Someone to watch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he's just keeping his hat in the ring. Yeah. You know, he, he's not winning everything, but he's staying on, and he's, he's keeping his hat in there to try to get that title. Yeah, yeah. And, and finally, we're going to talk about Joe Farron. Now, <clears throat> wins the first round. We had him on the show yesterday and really enjoyed that conversation with Joe. Yeah, Joe Joe's a very polite young man that uh, is working very hard at his craft, and it's paying off. Absolutely. And uh, did all right last night. Got another score, 69 and three quarters, if you remember, Sam. And um, no money, didn't pick up any money, but that places him third in the average so just riding solid, and that average pays, as we said, for number three uh, hole, pays uh, 3700 Yeah, this will be very interesting to watch to the end because nobody's out of it uh, yeah, yeah. within the top four guys. Yeah. And I, I think it'll, yeah, it's it's the drawing contest now and a riding contest, and you got to do both, and good luck to you, man. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, speaking of stopping by, we had Cody Reinhardt come by. You notice I didn't ask you uh, what you thought of his ride because uh, we're, we're going to interview him and we're going to find out from it. Yeah, he'll tell us personally what, what he thought of it. And we've got joining us this morning, Mr. Cody Reinhardt. We saw him last night, made a heck of a ride, 82 and three-quarters points, wins the round. By my calculations, he's about $2,700 out of first place at this point, not counting the average. And, oh, by the way, he's first place in the average. So, Cody, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing good. Good to see you. How are you feeling this morning? Feeling good. Feeling good. You know, a little little sore. I haven't been on a bunch of horses here lately. Uh, I took, I went to two rodeos in Florida after the circuit finals in November and then uh, before coming here, I've only been on two horses. So, oh really? I okay. was a little, I was a little cold, a little nervous about getting on, but uh, you know, I get in, got on that first round and got on a good one. You know, he had some uh, lead changes on me, but uh, got things figured back out and tapping off. Yeah, and that first round, you were seventy six points, gotten the money there, fourth yes, place. I, I calculate you've got about $4,600 won already, not counting the average. And if you hang tough in that average, that's about 7400 Yeah, Yeah, yeah. They, they've really upped the money this year, yeah. and I am very thankful for that. And yeah. it's good to see that. It's good to see the IPRA going in that direction as yeah. well. Yeah, you bet. So tell us about your ride last night. Had you been on the Bronx before? 
No, uh, I actually have seen that horse a few times. Uh, I remember watching him back in, it'd be 2021 here at the IFR. Uh, and then I hadn't paid t- much attention to him. And then Gertson sent me a video of him, and uh, he was just good. Like, uh, f- first few years, you know, he was mm-hmm. he was kind of culty, mm-hmm. had a couple of moves, but now he's kind of lined himself out. He's matured. Yeah. Uh, and lined himself out, and he was just really good last night. Belled up in the air for me, give me time to set my feet and uh, show out a little bit, and it was good. That was good. That was good. Much power to him? Not really. No, okay. whenever whenever horses buck like that and actually have timing, yeah, it, it takes all the power away. Yeah, yeah. So three world championships already. You got three of them in a row. You are the reigning 2022 um, um, saddle bronc champion. Yes, Is this sir. the year, man? Is this the year? I mean, it might be. Who knows? Who knows? Uh you know, I'm, I haven't even been thinking about it. You know, yeah, I've, yeah. I've like did a couple of calculations because I am a numbers guy, but yeah. uh, I'm just out here having fun and uh, trying to make a bunch of money, set yeah. myself up for this year, yeah, and just let the chips lay where they fall. What's the year looking like? What What are you thinking? What are you you running hard? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope to be going hard this year in the PRCA and some of the IPRA. Uh, I'm ended up at Denver this week, and then. Go to Georgia, one in Mississippi, then I got to go to Fort Worth after that, and then it's just bam, bam, bam. And how are you traveling these days? I see the van out here all wrapped up looking Yeah, great. yeah. Thanks to the fabulous WCRA, I was able to afford that, and I'm still paying the pay- payments on it, but the payments are affordable because of them. Okay. Uh, last year, I got the chance to win the $25,000 bonus, and that uh, when I told myself going in, like, that was my goal, because I had, I had already had a van that had a bunch of miles on it, but... Uh, it left me stranded one summer. Oh, wow. Okay. And I ended up spending like $7,000 on it, getting it fixed up in Sioux Falls. And I told myself that year, if I could win that year-end bonus, yeah. whenever they come out with yeah. it, that 25000 that wow. I would go out and spend the money to buy myself a new van. That way, whenever I go rodeo, I don't have to worry about nothing, you know? Like, you bet. You bet. I can take off and... Rough stock and time events. It's yeah. it's all a mind game, you know. Like, it's it's ninety percent mental. Okay. So like, if you're if you're worrying about your vehicle or worrying wow. about stuff at home, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's gonna take away from your game. Yeah, yeah. So a couple things there. We we are super interested in the WCRA. We're paying a ton of attention to it right now. Yeah, and uh, a couple things. To, uh, Ever since you said moving on up, the only thing that comes to mind is the Jefferson. So he's moving on up. Uh, You're showing your age. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but uh, you won the $25,000 bonus. Yes, sir. Let's tell the people what it takes to win that 25000 the And uh, let's tell the contestants, get off the couch and don't be. Yeah, it, it, especially with, like, with these IPRAs because – I know technically we're pe- we're paying a second entry fee, essentially, but we're investing in ourselves. And going to IPRAs or amateur rodeos or co-sanctioned deals uh, or even low-end PRCAs, you can play the game mm-hmm. and not spend a fortune. Yeah, yeah. To win it, like I I did my taxes with all that la- that year, and uh, I spent. Right at six thousand dollars to win thirty six thousand oh, in wow. the PRC in, oh, wow. in the WCRA that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So like it was it was totally worth it for me. And a guy, especially in the rough stock, especially in the rough stock here in the southeast, 
or or in the IPRA, uh, you have up until the rodeo to nominate those rodeos. So you know your stock, you know your draw, and you know about 80% of the rodeos. If you go and cover your horse or cover your bull, you're going to get paid. So you're going to win points with the WCRA. So why not? And, and that's a great point. I, did, I didn't realize you had to, you could do it right up the road. Well, I got a piece of junk. I'm not going to yeah. spend the extra 50 bucks. But yeah. if And I know that uh, I don't know the whole concept. I know the bigger events that uh, they'll bonus you more. Yep. But you can win. Like The boys have won like $500 bonuses for winning the most points of everybody that weekend is that how it works i mean if they they did away with that they did oh, away with that this okay. uh last year and they went to doing the year-end bonuses so okay. now they pay four holes <clears throat> excuse me they pay four holes in the in the year-end bonus okay. so you can win twenty five thousand ten thousand seventy five hundred twenty five hundred and to get there to do that okay it's, it's you have to accumulate the most points yeah, of yeah. everybody going yep you just got to accumulate the most points you got to keep going you got to keep uh, nominate and, and gathering up as much points as you can throughout the year. Yeah, and I know, like, I got two boys and say hi to Colton in Denver if you see him or smack him on the back of the head. I sure know, will. Something. I sure will. But, Definitely uh, Colton. When, <laughs> um, but uh, he, when he was going to him, it, it was like they, why wouldn't you do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, don't. It, don't be crazy about this. Yeah. This is a good deal. Take advantage of it. And like in the in the time events, I know they got to uh, earn their way into the progressive rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once you get to those progressive rounds, there's a ton of money just in those. And then and then you make short round, and that's where the big bucks are. Right. So so describe uh, lazy last weekend or 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 a format like that. You got the progressives for our right. listeners. Uh, talk a little bit about how it progresses up, and I know barrel racing's got so, some buybacks and cool stuff. Bronc riding doesn't have that, does it? I don't think so. <laughs> so I, I wasn't here last weekend because okay. I had uh, I was already preoccupied with a uh, uh, the bareback and saddle bronc school that we do in Murray, Kentucky. Oh, we started that three years ago, trying to uh, help out the IPRA and give back to. Uh, the, you know the sport that's given us so much yeah and try to make bareback saddle bronc riders um How, but what was the turnout it was really good yeah, really yeah. good we had uh 33 students show up okay. uh, about 14 wow. 14 in the bears 19 in the bronx and you know we we some of them figured out that it wasn't their event yeah uh, yeah yeah it wasn't part of it right that's just part of it you know you bet uh and i'd rather them figure it out and not get hurt you bet you then just crack their egg time and time again and and yeah. like oh well by the end of the weekend maybe we shouldn't be doing this yeah yeah but overall i had never been a part of a school yeah that had more heart grit and try than these kids oh wow did this okay. past that this past weekend like, okay yeah, like we were all talking about it. me and Logan Corbett, uh, Cody Gertson, Rowdy, Dylan, uh, Tyler Waltz, the Herbert brothers. We were all talking about it, and bareback. I didn't get to talk to any of the bareback riders because I was just uh, occupied with the saddle bronc riders the entire time. But we all talked about it. And we all agreed, like the heart of yeah. these kids was yeah. yeah 
crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that's something you can't teach. Like, we can give them the tools to lift on their rein, to set up their saddle, to set up their rigging, to yep. figure out how to practice, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things, but you can't teach heart. You that's can't right. teach try. That's right. That's right. So, and you talked about uh, your sport being 90% mental. What are, you, what are you coaching these youngsters along those lines? So, like, a lot of, a lot of positive thinking, a lot okay. of, of self-affirmations, visualizations of putting themselves in that winning position. Like, that's, that's what I try to do, like, on a daily basis where um, not so much during the week because I like to step away uh, mm-hmm. from rodeo mm-hmm. whenever I'm at home. That mm-hmm. way I can get things done. But leading up to the rodeo, I'm visualizing myself winning. I'm visualizing myself uh, lifting on my reins, setting okay. my feet. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the crowd cheering, the color of the horse, even like all those things. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's you, not me. Uh. <laughs> uh, just doing all those things to uh, set themselves up to be successful and having that positive thinking. Because if you, uh, I was talking to somebody last night. Like if you, if before you get to the rodeo, and I bet she can contest this too. Before you get to that rodeo. Uh, you've got to have it one in your mind. I see. You know, see. like you, you've got to be a winner in your mind before you get there. Yeah. And, and the difference between being cocky and being confident is cocky is telling everybody that you're good. Yeah. Confidence is just telling yourself that you're good. I see. I and, see. I, and, that's, and that's perfectly okay. You know, you've got to tell yourself that you're good. You've got to tell yourself that you're going you're gonna to go out there and win and, and do good. Because if not, then – you know, who else? You're, will, just, right? you're just throwing money to me. Basically. <laughs> That's right. Right. Thank you very much. When, when you, uh, you get these things from the association saying, you know, what's your favorite rodeo? What are you doing? Uh, what do you think? Uh, if you, what rodeos did you want to win? You know, it's like, what are you crazy? I entered it. All of them. I entered it. Yeah. If I don't think I'm going to win it, I don't enter it. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. And yeah, in your mind, you must think, you're going to win and I did some schools and I didn't if they really wanted to learn I didn't mind teaching them but if they were there to just you know but uh one thing I'd say if there's doubt in your mind doubt will take over yep you never have to worry about that it'll come and take over yeah and uh so a lot of things that the mental aspect and the mental I don't think really takes a hold till they know what they're doing yeah yeah. 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 It, there's a level there where okay. And another, and another thing in. is the people that you're around. The Bible says mm-hmm. bad company corrupts good morals. And and I I'm gonna take that even further. Uh you run with trash, you'll be trash. You run with champions, you'll be a champion. So whenever you surround yourself with uh people that are winning, yeah, the conversation is so much more different yeah. than yeah. somebody that's not. Yeah. Okay. Especially in the rig. Did you hear that, people? That is. The we talked about that, don't you? Yeah. When you ever, and it's not so much anymore. Yeah. But back in the old days. Yep. You see a truck and you got nervous when that truck pulled in. They're yep. winners. Yep. Every one of them. You bet. Now a lot of people travel separate and by themselves, but uh, winners make winners. That's right. You, you will step up to the next level. You look at the Canadian Bronc riders. They were all kids the same age and now look at them yep. they've pushed one another to the next level that nobody's ever seen before yep 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 it's just wonderful i got a, I got a funny story about that uh me and cody pringle 
you remember him, saddle bronc rider from Georgia? Nope. His wife made the uh, barrel racing here last year. Uh, he made the finals here in 50, uh, IFR 50, I'm sorry. But anyways, me and him was rodeoing one summer, and I was, and I, I had uh, a little old maroon car. It was, a, it was a Ford Taurus. And me and him, we were going rodeoing that summer, and we were going everywhere. And uh, we show up this 500, it was either 500 or 750 added ladding rodeo. And we get out, and uh, uh, one of the bronc riders is like, what are you wolves doing over here? I didn't look at myself like that yet. Like, I hadn't been that successful, I felt like, yet. But whenever me and him showed up and somebody was saying that, we was like, hmm. All right. The Maroon Massacre <laughs> strikes again. Bowed your chest out and said, do you see my Taurus? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It, 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 it did end up giving me a little bit of confidence that day, and I guess it did him too because me and him were first and second that day. So we've got to – I, I want to get him back to WCRA, but let me tell you this. we got to get him back on, Sam, because we got the three R's concept. you want to tell him what the three R's concept is? Oh, I, I Read, can't. write, and arithmetic? Close. Yeah. Close. Rodeo. Okay. Racing and wrestling. <laughs> now, I'm from Mississippi. It's not wrestling. It's wrestling. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Wrestling. Yeah. Right. Everybody pronounces it. Shout out right there. Wrestling. Yeah, actually, we, we're talking about the real wrestling uh, and what that does for the sport of rodeo. Gotcha. Gotcha. It, it, See, I, Mississippi, we no, don't have that. We don't yeah, have that. Yeah. I would love to have done that, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is yeah. such a overlay. Yep. You know, yep. such I've heard that a lot. It, it, it's just incredible. And I've been into it, you know, since I was in high school. And uh, the boys did it. And when Dalen was a junior, he made it to States. And uh, he said, can I go to rodeo in between? the?" They have a week off. I said, yeah, you can go up, you know. Michigan, a horse fell on, broke his foot. And uh, <laughs> I was the father of the year to the coaches. You can imagine what oh, they yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but... They had him do a wrestling podcast, and Dalen wanted to go off rodeo, and that's year, next year he made the NFR and PBR finals and all that stuff. But uh, he uh, so self-centered, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he, they had him do something on a podcast after he won the world in the PBR. Yeah. I told him, I said, someday you'll regret not going your senior year. I said, I understand it. I ain't going to push you. I said, you could do that. Yeah. But uh, someday you'll regret it. And on that po- he never would tell me, but on that podcast, he did say it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> But the balance and timing and position of your hips is probably the best thing that helps him. And the mental aspect, right? Yeah. It's that's, you and him, that's it. That's what we talk yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. that's, uh, that's what like I've heard a lot. I know a lot of those top guys going – in the PRCA right now, they're all like former wrestlers in yep. high school and college yep. and all yep. that jazz. Yeah. So anyway, we got to get you back for that. Okay. Love to have a conversation along the lines yeah, of the mental yeah, aspect sure. of rodeo. I mean, what a, uh, some will say it's a little more than 90%, right? Certainly you've got to have the muscle memory and all that, but talk a little bit about the WCRA progressives and, and how the, how a weekend like, um, yeah, yeah, like yeah, North yeah. Carolina or last weekend. Yeah. So, so uh, North Carolina and then last week were kind of two different setups to okay. where for the rough stock, for the rough stock. So, and I think for the timed events, like they had to qualify for that progressive round, and then it was two, two long rounds, and then the short round. Uh, 
and I, I don't know all the rules on how they had it set up for I know like if you won a round you got seated into that short round automatically uh, and then if you were like in the top seven or eight maybe in the average then you got to come back mm-hmm. uh, for that mm-hmm. but I think this past weekend like they had uh, two different long rounds you know and then they take the top which ones the top whatever out of those long rounds to come back for the short round uh and then they do the triple crown round after that yeah and that's where you know the three ride off or the three rope off whatever mm-hmm. and uh that's where the big money's paid out and then okay. uh i think for corpus christi from what i remember them saying i think it's three three long rounds and then the short round okay on that last day and what's the total payoff for that one have you heard uh, well, I know, like for for uh, the short round, it it pays fifteen thousand uh, twenty five hundred. Am I right on second place? Twenty five hundred, okay. or maybe thirty five hundred, and then twenty five hundred, something like that. I, can, okay. I I can't remember. I've I've just always had my mindset on that fifteen thousand. Right, you know, right. uh, <laughs> why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why not go for the big bucks? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Money, disgusting. Uh, but the. Yeah. The cool thing that they're going to be doing now that I've been hearing a lot of, and I've really got my sights set on it, is the new Kid Rock event that they're yeah. doing at Arlington. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the the top two guys from Corpus Christi in each event, except for the bull riding, they'll take the top one out of that one. Uh, they're going to have a massive million-dollar rodeo in Arlington over the top of the PPR finals, correct? Correct. Yeah. 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 So, so I yeah. The day after, I think. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be like uh, six teams, I think. Okay. They'll do a draft. They'll okay. have six teams. Yeah. And two two contestants out of each event uh, will compete. You know, it's – it's. This is so cool. The amount of money that's up and the, 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 the events that, uh, you know, we got to get folks out to see it, right? And we got to yep. get competitors. Get in this. Get nominated, right? Is that yeah. the right word? Yeah. Okay. They yeah. have, everybody has until April, so I think like this. Whenever the winter run starts up here in the next week, okay. you're gonna you're gonna start yeah. seeing yeah. a lot yeah. more of that. Yeah, so. and your and your winter run starting up. It sounds like who are you traveling with this yep. year? Uh, I I travel a lot by myself. Do you? you know, I, okay. I I told myself a long time ago. I jumped in with some guys and we went to Florida one weekend, and I I was miserable. I had a, I didn't win a dime. Rode like maybe two horses that week. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> bad luck just keep kept coming at me i broke my saddle that week oh, and wow. it was just like i told myself right there i will rodeo by myself yeah yeah and win a lot more money before i go with anybody else yeah and that's negative okay uh but joe farron might be jumping in with me so okay okay uh, okay there's a, a bronc rider from california me and him talked about whenever the florida run comes quentin McCorder. Okay. Really good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding saddle bronc rider. Yeah. He was like 90 something on a black tie oh, to wow. win Sheridan this year. Oh, Sheridan wow. and Casper, one of those. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's he's going to fly down and me and him's going to go rodeo in Florida or some. Uh, Kyle Runfola, he's talked to me some about okay. going. I know Sam knows him pretty well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Dylan Hancock, he's a. Uh, He's gonna be a daddy soon. So, okay. Okay. Uh, he's he said he he wants to get up with me and let's go rodeo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this spring yeah, some. So yeah, yeah. I got a couple of guys. So we'll just okay. see who actually jumps in and goes. Okay. Well, excellent. In, in that truck, you know the 
good ones will help you and the bad ones will hurt you. So exactly. be very choosy, and I'm sure you see that. And I would like to commend you. It looked like you've uh, dropped a few pounds and are in better shape than I've ever seen you. So I actually have gained weight. Is that right? Yeah, I'm just a lot more muscle you must now. Be in fe- but thank you, thank shape. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, that's thank that's you. hard, especially on an old guy like me. But uh, thank yeah, you, Paul. But you better get called early because he's getting married in March. Uh, That's right. Yeah. I forgot about Got that. Got the invitation the other day. It's like, That's oh. sorry, dog. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Call if you're listening. I better get one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, did I open it up. But, uh, no, I think it uh, sounds like you're doing amazing things. Proud of you. I appreciate it. Keep it up. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good luck tonight. Go get them. Thank you, brother. All right, man. Let's go for number, uh, let's go for number four. Why not? No, why not? Four in a row. Let's sweep. We're here. Let's go. All right, man. Appreciate Good talking y'all. to you. Thank oh, you. Oh, before you go, we got a slogan, BTC riding for the brand. Could you do it for us? BTC riding for the brand? Please. I mean, your best best uh, saddle bronc, round winning voice, if you would, please. Round winning voice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. From behind the shoots, BTC. <laughs> Riding for the brand. There you go. I think he did it better than anybody. You think so? All right. All right. Thank you, Mr. Reinhardt. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. All right. What I I liked, what he really talked about was uh, traveling partners. And if he couldn't do it with somebody he wanted to, he went by himself. And uh, I never liked driving that much, so I I found somebody I wanted to travel with. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, and and it sounds like he's pretty pretty particular, you know, from the interview of who he'll, who he'll jump with, and uh, I really enjoyed the part about uh, being out at the school and and helping there with that rodeo school that they did and everything. Yeah, that was a lot to give up the WCRA rodeo yeah. to go to a rodeo yeah. school and help kids. So yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Really appreciate uh, Cody stopping by. Um, let's move to the bull riding, Sam. <clears throat> Hudson Bolton, um, two first places in the first round or in the first two rounds. If you remember, first night he goes seventy-five points, and no one else rode, so he picked up nine thousand two hundred fifty-nine dollars for that round. Last night he wins it, and there were two other rides. So first place paid thirty-seven hundred. And that, of course, puts him puts him in the lead in the average, uh, with uh, and and uh, 164 points on two heads. Sam, yeah, uh, that boy made a really nice ride last night, and I think if you'd ask him, the one he rode the day before was harder to ride. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. his mechanics are very well. I'm impressed with him. I I really wanted to see this kid. I've heard a lot about him, and it hasn't disappointed. He's rode a bull that was scattery and didn't buck real good, hard to ride. He rode him and one last night that really bucked, turned back in the gate, and, and he spurred him the last couple jumps. So Looked good. Outstanding. Outstanding, absolutely. Number two in the round was Reed Arnold. Henning, Henning Tennessee Cowboy come to, came in to the event number six. He's picked up one position with that win or that second place uh uh, finished last night, so he's currently sitting in the number five position. Went 82 and a quarter points, picked up $2,700, uh, and he is then his average is 82 and a quarter. So one on, or uh, yeah, one for two uh, puts him second in the average. Yeah, this bull uh, turned back 
pretty hard. Might have hit his head and uh, could have got offered a rewrite if he wanted, I, I believe. And he, he did his job. It didn't mess him up. He stayed right there, hooked up, rode the bull, stayed square, and uh, they rewarded him for you it. You bet. You bet. And then finally, Dason uh, Janes. Uh, Muldrow, Oklahoma Cowboy comes to the event, uh, comes to the finals ranked eight uh, with last night's momentum picked up two places. He's currently sitting number six in the year end standings. Uh, 81 points, gets him third place, $1,800, third in the average. Yeah. Um, 81 and was a nice bull ride. Yeah. He, he took care of his business. I, it just flowed, and he, he made it around that corner. That bull stutter stepped, and he moved. He almost bucked him off. He jumped right back in the middle, made a nice bull move, and then he made another one later on in the ride, and uh, kind of impressive. Very impressive. Very nice. All right, moving on to the big men's event. Let's go to the steer wrestling. David Reagan Jr. comes to play. 3.7 last night, Sam, puts him first on the round, $3,700. And uh, a new arena record. Yeah. So that, that uh, behind this barrier, uh, you're 3-7, <laughs> outstanding. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. good. And we've talked a little bit about that. He comes into the year-end standings. He came here, fourth position. He is now sitting in third position. First round, he picked up a check. He split fourth. Last night, first and and. Puts him first in the average, Sam, 9.1 on two head. Well, that's good on two because you're uh, down in that four-second range on each of them, you know, pretty yep. close. Yep. Four and a half. So, yep. um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out, but he definitely has momentum. Yep, yep. And right now uh, he is sitting, per my calculations, if it all ended today – Right? Forget the average. We don't even ride tonight. He's $2,700 off the lead with Justin Thickpen. Oh, wow. Justin's got people in his rear view mirror. Yeah. Great We're going to talk about him in a bit. Yeah. Um, and he stopped by yesterday, and what a neat guy to talk to. Yes, it was good. Yeah. Learned a lot and uh, really shared a lot, so that was very cool. Uh, uh, then we had two Cowboys actually split the round. Uh, Cord... Barrick Lowe and uh, Cody Dosher, they split with a four and four, and uh, they both picked up $2,300 last night, Sam. So they split second and third. Second and, and third. And, uh, yeah, they four four, so they were off the pace of the leader quite yeah. a bit, but the leader, everything worked in his favor. So they, they came out and did their job and got the money, and on they'll go. Absolutely. Um, and then um, – Last cowboy we're going to talk about is going to be, um, nope, two cowboys, I guess. We, we had a fourth place here, one cowboy, Matt Obrey. He comes in and, and dogs with a, a five-second run. Yeah, Matt's a smaller guy that uh, has to handle cattle really well because it doesn't fit his style to try to muscle him and uh, – not that he's not strong, but he just is uh, smaller in stature, and he has to do his basics well to to compete with these guys. And 
Evidently does. He's here and he, he plays. So yeah, absolutely. Good for him. Absolutely good for him. And that actually puts him third in the average, Sam. Oh, wow. uh, Ten and five on two head. Good job. So rolling on. And then we go to our number one cowboy coming in. Um, and he's got two no scores, Sam, in the first two rounds. Yeah, and that's so uncharacteristic of Justin. Uh, you know, the first one was a fluke that uh, – gave him well he didn't he didn't place he didn't get a no score that gave a broken barrier that day 4.2 plus 10 yeah yeah when it was a bad gate and yeah so uh what whatever he, he didn't get off last night the horse got wide and it just didn't work for him yeah so uh, yeah he's gonna have to pick it up he's, gonna, he's gonna, gonna pick get it up run over you bet yep. you bet got to get and he if anybody knows how to do it a 22 time world champion I believe he's seven, seven world championships just in the steer wrestling alone, Sam. So he knows about the pressure. Oh, he knows how to do it, and I wouldn't count him out by any stretch. This yeah. motivates him, yeah, I think. Yeah, it, 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 it's got to be his turn, but uh, two go-round wins are not out of the question. No, no, and you do that, you pick up a lot of momentum very, very fast. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to the tie-down calf roping. Last night we uh, we had two cowboys that, that tied for lead, 8.3 seconds, Sam. They each pick up $3,200. Cattle Llewellyn out of Oklahoma, he picked up two positions by his, for his performance so far this year. He placed in the, placed in the first round. Um, and then Cinch Weitzel had a nice run the first night, 10 and 6, but out of the money. But last night, that 8 and 3, uh, he picked up $3,200, and in the process, he picked up eight point positions, moved from, came to the finals in 15th, currently sitting in seventh. You know, the two guys that split first and second couldn't be any farther apart in what they're doing in their rodeo career. Gatto's been out there a long time, uh, roping well at the big rodeos, and Everybody knows how outstanding he is. And here comes this young skinny kid on Appaloosa. Yeah. And uh, ties, ties to go around with him. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it, it, that's what is fun when you see somebody you don't even know that can come in and play with the, the best and that's going down the road. Absolutely. And then Zeb Chapman, he plays third in the round, plays third in the round the first night. He's currently sitting number two in the average. Uh, 17 five on two head eight yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty uh, that's pretty aggressive that, that's good times yeah and and Zeb's a smaller guy with a big heart and he knows how to play the game and he probably will keep chasing them down yeah, yeah, excellent. And then uh, Jared Norton rounded it all out. He picked up fourth place with a nine and two, uh, and he has uh, he's that, that's his first check of the weekend uh, or the week I should say, uh, sitting in eighth in that average. He was sixteen and eight in the first round, so a touch long, and then a nine and eight last night. Yeah, Jared's got nothing to lose at this point. He's gonna be a gunslinger and. Uh, try to move up some spots and get a little bit of that average money but uh he he knows what he's gonna have to do he's gonna go after go rounds absolutely yeah yeah and and finally number one on our leaderboard justin 
Thigpen. He, uh, if you remember, he was eight and three in the first round. He wins 3,700 last night out of the money with a 10 and one, but he's sitting pretty solid at a three, uh, third in the average, Sam. Yeah, and, and Justin ran his cap a little longer last night, and it just wasn't the first night was so smooth and good, and last night it just wasn't quite, I mean, two seconds difference. So um, he get out a little quicker, he runs at him a little better, and he'll be in there to win go rounds. And if not, he might hold off the barrier a little bit like last night and go in for a, try to win that average check. You bet. You bet. Uh, and then in our team roping last night, uh, Garrett Smith, Illinois Cowboy, and his partner Josh Clayton out of Tennessee, they ended up um, with a four and eight in the round, Sam. That's good enough to win it, 3,700 there. They were five-point seconds uh, the first night for a second-place finish, and the average are sitting in second place with 10 and two on two head. Team roping's been very good here. Uh, you know, some guys have missed, but it's because they're trying to win. And I never was upset watching any of the kids if they did bad by trying to win. You bet. So, uh, and, and I'm sure it's not going to change the next two go-rounds. Everybody's going to be gunning at it. And uh, it, it, it's going to be good watching that. I'm, I, I really enjoyed the team roping here. Yeah, yeah. And the next team that ran, they placed second in the round. Uh, Brady Barentine and uh, Reno Gonzalez, and they were a five flat pickup second place, $2,700. Couple that with this third place, the first round, they're sitting third in the average, Sam, 10.6 on two head. And these guys have uh, been making really good runs, and they're going to have to stay that way. And Either they're going to have to make up their minds whether they want to go after average money or go rounds or both. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I think it's a little early to say, okay, let's just go out there and be gunslingers at where they're sitting. Yeah. And I think they'll probably just go try to make another good, solid run like they have and see what tomorrow brings. Absolutely. Next team to go is uh, Alabama's Cowboy Jake Wells teamed up with Tennessee Cowboy Briar Hamilton, and they placed third in the round with a five and two. Couple that with the, the first round of a four and eight. They're sitting at an even 10 seconds. Number one in the average, and again, that average is going to pay 7400 per per uh, per roper. Per man. Per man. Yes, and... Uh, I think they'll probably go right after it today and see what how it comes about and then make a decision tomorrow how they, you know, probably have a game plan, talk about it amongst each other. And, you know, uh, the go-rounds pay pretty good, so they might go after both. Uh, Absolutely. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the team that come in here, number one in the standings, they remain number one in the standings, uh, Heath King and Stephen Britnell. Um, been, been a touch quiet, just a touch quiet. Uh, last night they picked up their first check with a five and three. They split fourth and fifth for $463. Per my calculation, they are sitting number seven in the average. Yeah. And the reason they're quiet is because they broke a barrier mm -hmm. was a plus 10. Yep. So, uh, they're roping really good. They just tried a little too hard and Hey, 
Can't yeah. blame him for trying. Can't blame him for trying. And I'm, I don't know this header, but he's going to try again the rest of the weekend. You bet. <laughs> you, you know, bet. they got nothing to lose in the average at this point. So you bet. go, run, go for, for the go round, run money. for the go round money. Absolutely. And and with the right kind of math, Sam, they're only three points out or three places out of the average. You go pop two number one uh, rounds, you're going to pick up some. You're going to pick up in the average. And they're going to need some help. Yeah, yeah, Some true, guys are going true. to have to – that plus 10 is going to hurt them pretty bad. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. that's rodeo. Do Not you, out of the question. So you think there will be some uh, – so far we got a number of teams that, that have been clean, clean uh, both rounds. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, so they can't control what everybody else does. They yeah. can just control what they do. You bet. You bet. Uh, and then finally, our last team here to go was Cody, uh, Kobe Sanchez and Zach Mabry. And they were five and three last night to split uh, fourth and fifth in the round, pick up $463. They are 16 and six on two head and uh, put some sixth in the average. Yeah, they're, they made a nice run. It, you know, when you're five and three in this big pen, it, uh, that's a nice run. And they did their job and. We'll see what the rest of the weekend brings for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving to the Cowgirl Barrel Racing. Did I hear you say you were excited about the Cowgirl Barrel Racing? Believe it or not, I am. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Emily Stiles, uh, Plymouth, Indiana Cowgirl, um, comes in on Sophie, runs a 16.450 last night to win the round, picks up 3,700. She knocked over a barrel in the first round, Sam, puts her 10th in the average, but she's, she's got momentum. I mean, she was last girl, uh, last cowgirl to run last night. Um, so a little bit deeper ground in theory and boy, she, she knocked it out. Yeah. You know, uh, that horse was amazing. Just amazing. And the standard pattern of 16, four, uh, that's, that's pretty good. And she, uh, she did her job. I, I, you know, naked eye, I thought she'd end up second, but uh, yeah. she was first. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Well, at wow. Naked Eye, number two position, and this is this was your your pick kind of from the beginning, the Vermont Cowgirl Wendy Chestnut. Uh, she ran about mid mid run. In other words, she was like sixth out or seventh out, something like that, if I remember. And um, she ran a fourteen or sixteen point four nine five four one hundredths off the lead, and she ends up number two, but on two heads, Sam. She is number one in the average. And that's kind of what I said from the start. That horse is so solid. He does not make mistakes. Very seldom does she hit a barrel. And uh, hope I don't jinx her. But uh, just, you know, I thought she had to win and run after she yeah. was done. And, yeah. And she didn't. But yeah. uh, Wendy, if you're listening to this, we, we missed you the other day. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you got to stop by and talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. And then Josie Thompson, um, she come in number seven in the world standings. She's picked up a couple positions. She's in the number five right now, Sam. She goes to 16.505, 16.505. So compare that to the four, uh, 16.495. I'm not even going to attempt the math, okay? <laughs> uh, but she places third um, with 1,800 last night. 
And um, she tipped over a barrel in the first round, sitting 11th in the average right now. Go around, go around money time. Yeah, she's going to, Julie's going to run at it. And uh, when she made her run last night, I didn't think anybody would beat her. Yeah. She was early oh. out in the ground and yeah. uh, was, was a great run. Yeah. Just a great run. Yep. So. And yeah. as we watched stories, the story of the Julies, Julie uh, Goodrich last night uh, for the second night in a row, got in the money. She was a 16 and 6. And she placed fourth last night for 926. That puts her at 33 seconds, 33 and two, on two head, number two in the average time. Yes, and Julie would probably be winning both go rounds and the average, except for her horse has gone wide on the third barrel. See, people, that's how much I paid attention. Yeah. The, the horse has gone a little wide on the third barrel both times. Yeah. And that probably cost her from winning it because. She was laying down a run, and it was good. It's been exciting. And the number one on the leaderboard, of course, Julie Plard, she won the first round the first night, blazing run. Last night, she tipped over a barrel, um, and that has dropped her in the average to 12th, Sam. Hmm. Look at what one little mistake can do. <laughs> it, 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 can, it can cost you a bunch. Uh, yeah. So... I'm sure she'll come back with a vengeance. You don't have to worry about that. She's uh, here for a reason and wants to win. Yeah. And we were fortunate enough, uh, speaking of wanting to win, we were fortunate enough to get an interview with uh, Emily Stiles. Uh, great to have her stop by. This morning, we'd like to welcome to BTC, Miss Emily Stiles. She's with us here today. Comes out of Plymouth, Indiana, and won last night's round. That'd be the Friday night round, round number two, with a blazing 16.45. Uh, very fast run. Good morning, Emily. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Congratulations on last night's win. Thank you. How'd that feel? Oh, it was great, you know. Yeah. We were we were going for a round win, and I just wanted to have the best run that we could, and we did, and it was it was a good deal. It was a great deal. Ground felt good. Yep, absolutely. And and you got a you got a pretty cool horse you're riding right now. Tell us tell us the story if you would. Um, is it uh, what do you, what do you um, what do you? She's a mare, right? Yes, 16, sir. Yep. Sixteen years old. She's seventeen this year. Seventeen yep. sorrel, <clears throat> and. Uh, um, undeniably a blazing star. What, yes, do, what do you call her for short? Sophie. Sophie. Yep. Okay. So tell us about Sophie. Uh, Sophie's really special mare in our program. So my aunt and uncle own Athletic Style Ranch, um, Rhonda and Ty Casey. They own Undeniably Debonair, which is our stallion. He's actually 28 this year, and he is. Um, they've owned him since he was a yearling. He's Cokes and Lucky Tray Bread, and um, she's out. She's by him and out of BJ Skip Chico, which was one of our top producing mares. She's had four fillies. They've all been winners. Um, she was owned by my aunt and uncle until she was a five-year-old when Brenda Mauger bought her, which was a family friend. She went to a lot of IPRAs, hauled with Rhonda and Ty. Um, her and her husband, Randy, went a lot, and she won a lot on the mare as well. She won the Central Tour finals average and the Mid-States average on her and filled her WPRA permit and went to the permit finals and did well. And She did a lot on the mare. Um, 
she passed of cancer in 2021 and um brandy was kind of torn between keeping the mare selling the mare and he didn't really want to sell her because she's really special to everyone so he ended up bringing her back to our place and ronda ran her a little bit but she has her own string of really nice horses and didn't really need her and i tried her and i got along with her she's really fun to run she stays pretty flat and she's pretty turny pretty honest she's fun to ride and uh, she's a little she's goofy on the ground you wouldn't think she's 17 years old in season because she spooks at everything she's okay. scared of her own shadow some days okay and she'll buck sometimes <laughs> oh she does yeah yep. okay she's dumped me twice this year really? hey, i hate Just to admit it but we were um oh, we were at moorhead kentucky this uh early this winter and she bucked me off in a warm-up pen <laughs> and then oh she went gosh. out then she went out and run one second that night at that rodeo but she's just funny like that and she's you know she's touchy she's a mare yeah but she's sweet as can be and likes likes people likes attention for the most part and she, she got lots of treats last night but um i started running her late 2021 okay like october okay. was the first time i yeah. had run her yeah. that year and um went and that year i didn't do a ton on her she actually had um kind of a bout with epm okay so she ended up having about december through february january or february off yeah from 2021 to 2022 and we got that all taken care of and she's healthy and happy now and looks really good and feels really good but she um she had that, so we had to deal with that, and then we came back that 2022, and I ran some mid-states rodeos on her, and I made the finals there, and I was second in their rookie race that year, um, and then this year I bought my, well, it would have been 2023 last year, I guess, I bought my IPRA card. Okay. Really? And, this Yeah, rookie year. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. This was my first year in the IPRA. <laughs> And I'd been to some of their rodeos because they co-sanctioned with Mid-States, but I was never a member. Yeah, yeah. And I went ahead and I ran that, and it was kind of a goal to win Rookie of the Year and make the finals, but it just kind of whatever happened. And we had a really good year and ended up making the finals and came in fifth in the standings and leading the rookie race, which is just such a blessing. Yeah. And I couldn't do it without the mayor and without Randy letting me jockeyer and rider and my aunt and uncle helping me and everything else to get up yeah. and down the road but yeah it's been really fun okay and you're from uh plymouth indiana um up up around the elkhart uh, south bend area yep and been there your whole life yes and it sounds like lots of horses always around absolutely we uh i was raised about two miles from my aunt and uncle's ranch so i was down there pretty much every day <laughs> riding whatever i could and i got my own pony when i was eight and he okay. bucked, he bucked me off a lot oh wow but that pony taught me a lot and helped me and he's still at the ranch and wins goes and wins his barrel races okay <laughs> and and you um you talked about opm e- EPM. EPM. excuse EPM. me yes. equestrian it's equine equine i'm okay. trying to think of the actual i've been anyway epm Right. Yeah, and that's that's I has don't, to do with possums. Possums right? is Correct. what's supposed to carry it, mm-hmm. and it is terrible. 
Yeah. And some horses, it, they never come back from it. Right. It, it, it's, when they get it, it frightens, it just frightens you to death. It's, it, it's mm-hmm. yeah. I, we had a very good dash to fame bred horse that got it. And he was never right no. after that. So they were, you were able to identify it pretty quickly and, and treat and it, mm-hmm. any lingering effects for Sophie? There are some effects. We keep her, we treat her and make sure we keep her on her vet appointments and so on. We treat her usually once or twice a year just as a preventative. Okay. Because okay. What, typically once they've had it and they've had it as bad as she did, it doesn't fully leave their system. Okay. There's still a trace of it there. Yeah. But if you stay yeah. on top of it and keep them treated and keep taking care of them and keep yeah. their nutrition good and you so bet. on and so forth, you, bet. you can keep it down. You bet. And Doug, I think we need to get a veterinary to let us in on some some of the stuff because it could help the people. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. You know, look for the signs as soon as you see it. Let's right. get on top of you it. You bet. So, Absolutely. Uh, no. no, it can Thank be you. very debilitating. Yeah, yeah. And and when you talked about Sophie, you the you were describing her runs. And you said she's pretty flat. Yep. And what's that mean? She stays like level headed. And when she runs, she flattens out, and she's got a lot of stride. She's actually only 15 hands tall. She isn't very big mare. Okay. But she can stride, and a lot of people think she's big, and that's this pen is – I haven't read the measurements exactly, but it's it's pretty close to a standard set. Yeah. And if you know our track pens, I know you do, they're little. Yeah. All summer, like. Yeah. You get in the 12 seconds sometimes. They're small. And yeah. it's it's a big change to come from that to these. And we have a handful that are bigger, like Evansville is bigger. And we've got one up in Michigan that's a little bigger, but none of them are true standards. Evansville okay. might be. Yeah. But yeah. So, a lot of them aren't. And when you say track arenas, you're talking racetracks or whatever? Yeah. Usually it's the fair yeah. rodeos yeah. and the sulkies. Yeah. I, I, did some, but after a while, I thought figured out they really weren't worth putting all the effort into it. Uh, yeah, t- stuck with trying to get more of the multi-performance rodeos. You bet. And, yeah, and those are super short patterns. Yes. I mean, those yes. Are, how does she do in the really short patterns like that? She does pretty well when they're when they're really really narrow. Sometimes I struggle getting a good line from my first to second, but I yeah. think part of it is myself yeah and my yeah. riding but yeah she does pretty well in the track pens and she likes a little bit bigger of a pattern per se but she'll still go and work when and she pretty much works in whatever i put her on yeah she stands up on the ground and she's just honest and tries every time okay so this is i was that was my question it's just a standard pattern because it's a good size pattern but uh where was i going this is a standard pattern do you know, you know, as a 16.5, a good time in a standard pattern? I would say so. I mean, like, I know the record is around a, I don't know if it's still a 16.3. I know it was for a little while. I think Haley Kinsel had it for a little while. I'm not 100% sure if she still does. I'd have to look it up. But a low 16 is good. And you ran a 16.4 last night. So, my goodness, you're, you know, within two-tenths of the record for the world on a standard pattern. I believe so. So that's that's pretty amazing. That's a very pretty amazing. amazing. Yeah, right. that was, we could see it unfolding. We knew it was fast, 
I actually, uh, I actually videoed it and put it up on Facebook. Did you? I did. So uh, it, it, I could tell it was fast when you mm-hmm. come a running. Um, fun to watch. And and just just for the record, Emily, just so you know, it was several weeks ago that I actually declared uh, barrel racing my favorite event of all the events. And and I think it was was it yesterday, Sam. You were saying you thought it was your favorite event too now. Oh, I don't know if it's my favorite event, but I think it is the most <laughs> competitive event. Uh, oh. Pretty much, you know, going here anyway. Uh, sure. The girls sure. are so, and it's all over the country, you know, just so close to one hundredths of a second or, you know, paying off the top four within a tenth of a second it's it's just so competitive and yeah. it's good to watch especially when you're paying attention to it now i never really did oh, before but uh you got me thinking about it doug absolutely <laughs> yep. it's definitely fun to watch yeah the only thing i paid attention before was ground because they kind of jumped me if it wasn't real good so <laughs> <laughs> right right so um ellicottville new york you said big win this year Yes, sir. Do you get up there much? You get up into the Northeast? Uh, that was the first time I'd been to New York. Actually, okay. we go over Ohio is usually the furthest we go, but I did. I liked Ellicottville. It's a little bit of a drive with the hills and all that stuff. But we went and we went to Lisbon, Ohio, and okay. then we went over there, and then yeah. we actually came back the next day and went to South Bend, Indiana, which is thirty minutes from my house. Yeah. But um, me and Sage Thomas went up there, breakaway roper. Okay. And. Um, we, did, we didn't do real well in Lisbon, but we had a really good run in Ellicottville. And the funny thing is, it was actually my birthday that day. Oh, it was. Okay, it was July first. Okay. July first. Um, okay. So that was. It was pretty cool to get the win that day. But it it had rained, and I think it did make the ground better yeah, because yeah. it was a three performance rodeo. Yeah. They had a performance the night before, a performance the day I was there, and then I think a performance the next day. Okay. And um, just the ground got the ground got faster, and my mare just went out and worked and that wasn't a huge it wasn't a track pen but it's not a huge pattern yeah but yeah. it was it was a fun rodeo to go to you paid, bet yep paid good had good contestants good crowds yep yep <laughs> yeah good crowds and uh and it's four performances there oh uh, yeah starts thursday yep and uh if you want to go back to the northeast uh, another bet in pennsylvania has a good size pen about the size of this one attic in new york is good yep and uh North Washington, Pennsylvania. It's, uh, depends on if it rains there or not. That that ground gets it changes a lot. Yep. They work hard at it, but uh, Mother Nature, you can't change that. Right. So, right. But there's some very good rodeos over that way. Yep. Yeah, I'll have to look at them next season. And the best ground of anybody up there is Ford City. Really. A little rodeo, and uh, really, they do a great job with the ground there. Yeah. Really good. That's and, good. And you got to do Ford City. Okay. I mean, it is, it is an amazing place. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Okay. Nowhere. You got to know how to get there. Right. Small two lane road, uh, road going in. Uh Uh-oh. And um, you can make it. I mean, we haul pots and stuff in and out of there. It's at the Fort Armstrong uh, Horse Park. Um, so lots of trails and, and that sort of thing, but just a cool place to hang out. And they pack the place. It's a crazy Saturday night rodeo. Um, so just, just a great arena. If you have an opportunity, Ford city. Gotcha. And, and what's cool is, um, if you were to stitch it together, you do Ellicottville the first weekend, the next weekend you do Ford city, the next weekend you do Benton, Pennsylvania. 
So they all stitch together. Yep. Anyway, we're from that. We're from that part of the world. So. Gotcha. And yeah. Ford City is in Pennsylvania. I guess we didn't tell you, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you don't like hills, maybe you don't want to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might, might need to find some Holland partners yeah. to go with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it it is a horse park and uh, set up special for horses. And, oh. uh, the people that do the ground there, no barrel racing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a two performance rodeo, and they may have a hundred barrel racers. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, lot of slack. Like, yeah, sounds like I, fun. At that one, when it was time for the barrel racing, when the rodeo was over, I'd get in the truck and drive it to pick the barrels up because I wanted to sleep a little bit because <laughs> he might be there an hour and a half. Yeah, lots of yeah. Slack yeah. And that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so what's what's twenty twenty four? I know you got to finish up the finals here. Okay, I don't want you to get too far out. But what's twenty twenty four? You looking to go hard? Probably. I want to. I want to buy my WPRA permit because I turn eighteen in July. But I'll probably still go to some IPRA rodeos and probably try to make the finals again. Um, but I will buy my WPRA permit and go to a handful of those this year and maybe try to make the permit finals, just depending. But I, I want to try some of those pens and just see. But I do like the IPRA. It's been good to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. And uh, <coughs> what about the WCRA? Have you looked at that at all? Or you're not old enough to have? No, uh, that, yeah, yeah, they'll take w- you. Yep, yeah, the WCRA is open. Um, I nominated, actually, it's funny, at Ellicottville, I won a gift card for the WCRA because I had never nominated anything before. And they called me and they are like, hey. We have a gift card for you. We want to send it to you. And they explained to me how to nominate. And their their customer service was really, really good. Because I had no clue how to do any of it. I'd followed some of it, but I'd never nominated before. And I nominated for the Stampede at the E, which was last weekend or last week. Yep, yep. And um, I, I qualified. I was 20th in their standings. And um, I only nominated four, five, five rodeos maybe. So it, it is a good deal. And um, it paid really well, but I ran in the qualifier round, and it kind of the setup was a little bit different. And I I think it was a good setup. I just wasn't quite prepared, and I missed the first barrel a little bit, and would have probably made it if I hadn't missed the first barrel. And I bought back and was third, and they took two. But yeah, yeah. it just wasn't meant to be that weekend. But I think it was really cool. It was really cool to watch, and it paid well, and they do a really good job. Yeah, the opportunity for money that you can win, right? You know, it, it's just phenomenal. It and, is. Uh, yep. You know, once again, thinking outside the rope can. Yeah. Look, look what they did. You know, they yeah. gave her a gift card. Yeah. To oh, get absolutely. incentive to do it. You know, who right. thinks of that? Or stuff? else this I probably is... wouldn't have nominated. Right. But yeah. 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 And and talk a little bit about the buyback. The buyback round, I think it's called. Yep. Okay. So I ran in the qualifying round, and they took. So the top six in the standings are seeded to the progressive rounds, which are two rounds and an average. And the qualifiers, so they have, I believe there were 36 of us that ran, including the top six. Maybe there were a handful more, depending if the invitees came or not. But we, um, we have to be in the top four of those 30-some barrel racers in order to make it to the progressive rounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I wasn't but if you're in the top four then if you're not in the top four you can buy back and you can run again that night because they run us first in the qualifier rounds which they usually don't run barrels first but they do that in order for us to give our horses a rest i think before the buyback round yeah yeah so you go it's 250 dollars. you go on the next gen app you buy back 
Um, it's optional, obviously. And then you can run again. And I believe if they get 10 or under, they take one that gets to go to the progressive round. So okay. first yep. place gets to go to the progressive round. If they have 11 or more, then they take two. Okay. Okay. And they did, they had 15, I believe. So they took two and okay. I was third. Okay. But it was, I think it's a good deal. Yeah. It's a little, some people like it. Some people don't, but yeah. I mean, you're always going to have someone that doesn't like sure, it. So sure. Sure. I think it's a good, I think it's a good deal. Okay. Okay. And, and final question for me, what do you do with Sophie during the week? I mean, you're in, let's say you're, you're, it's July, it's August, you're running hard. Uh, you're at the house, mm -hmm. right? You've come home. What do you do with Sophie during the week? Just during the week when I'm at home, I try to, I long trot a lot and lope and lope some small circles, just keep her collected up. Um, sometimes I have to do like some collection and slow work with her just to get her to kind of slow back down and, you know, let her know she doesn't have to run hard all the time so mm -hmm. she doesn't get hot because she, she can be a little bit anxious, but she's not hot per se. Mm -hmm. But um, I just do slow work, and we have a hot walker if it's raining because we haven't we have a small indoor like a round pen that we can trot in. But if it's raining or such, we have a hot walker we can put them on. And but I just ride her a lot throughout the week. I think I ride her when I'm running hard, and I come home, I let her have a rest. But I usually ride her three days a week okay. if I just have okay. stuff like on the weekends. And then I I cold hose her legs a lot. Especially in the summer, or if there's not a hose, I have an ice boot in my trailer and I'll ice her legs. Um, she has a PHT sheet and all her supplements that she's on. She has a custom blend of herbs. Okay. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I like to keep her on an electrolyte. I like OE's nitro paste. I really okay. like that. Um, okay. It's pretty affordable and she likes it. And I keep her on Succeed for her guts just so she doesn't get ulcery on the road because we haul a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's a good hauler. She, for the most part, yes. She um, she can be a little bit moody sometimes, but she she typically hauls pretty well. This summer, I hauled I hauled by myself for the most part, but I hauled her and I have a four four now five year old gelding that I took with to Challenger. Yes, to season, and um, he was kind of her buddy this season, and they haul really well together. The trailer usually doesn't move at all when I'm hauling with yeah, those two. Yeah, they behave, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, She's, she usually hauls pretty good. And when we get to the rodeo, if we're going to stay for a little while, I set up a pen and let them be in there. And Perfect. if not, I just tie to the trailer. But it makes sure she drinks and that kind of stuff. But, Stays hydrated, certainly. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for coming. And w what an exciting barrel race. This, yeah. This, this will be interesting <laughs> yeah. by the end. Uh, you got the three Julies. Uh, yeah. 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 I told you, like, Wow. Look at that, three Julies in a row there. It's I like, where, where's, how's that happen? Right. But uh, it, 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 it's it got people like me that just kind of casually watched it, really paying attention. So mm -hmm. best of luck to you. Thank you. And uh, hope you have a wonderful finals. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you, Emily, okay. for stopping by. Thank Good you luck for having tonight. Me. Go Sophie. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good young lady that uh, I was really impressed with the amount of horses that uh, she has in her family not hers but uh, the background of that kind of horses it uh, it was very impressive very impressive absolutely and um, got a lot of a lot of horse smarts 18 years old just turned 18 I believe well it sounds like she's been around it her whole life and probably taught right yeah and uh, yeah. away you go you, you <laughs> 
you get turned out at that age out on the road and going to rodeos and yeah it, it's it's tough going but uh you, you do what you have to do and and we campaigned for her to get up north again not only ellicottville but attica and benton and ford city and uh and and north washington so i'm, I'm hoping she gets up there next summer yeah uh you're welcome committees uh, <laughs> Even though I don't do it anymore, we still love you. Pushing for you. Absolutely. And then the final event we're going to be talking about tonight is going to be the Cowgirl Breakaway Roping Arena Record. They tied the arena record. Um, Kyla Matthews, Athens, Tennessee Cowgirl, uh, number one in, in the world standings, a 1.9, Sam, for first place, 3,700. That's so impressive for this arena so impressive it, it you know 1.9 is impressive anywhere you go but behind this strap it uh it's very impressive absolutely now she did miss her first her first calf puts her third in the average though so she's 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 still in the hunt and that's impressive that's impressive <laughs> you know these yeah. girls don't mess up but nope. boy they have this weekend yeah to yeah. let her and uh leave that door open for her to keep coming climbing and climbing so yep we'll see how it ends up i'm interested to see the girls that are one and two in the average yep if they kind of just run out there and track them down or if they go for the gusto you bet because the, these calves are running hard they are they're, they are absolutely run, running hard so yep. uh yep. you can't i don't think you can hold back you got to go yeah. yeah and uh tabitha owens picked up a check last night uh with a three second run just give you a perspective, 1.9 in first, three-second run in in second place. She picks up $2,700. Uh, 103, Sam, on the average, puts her in fourth place right now. And that was the impressiveness of the 1.9 because that was almost half as fast. Oh, crazy. It is the 3.0, and the 3.0 was a great run. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, it, it just – it's a good thing that that girl ran the one, one nine, and now the others are chasing her. You bet. Pressure's on. Yeah. See how it goes. Absolutely. Very cool. Um, Orlee Madison from Crofton, Kentucky. She uh, got to the pay window last night with a three and four, and that and she split third and fourth in the round for twenty seven hundred dollars. Puts her fifth in the average. Yeah, she comes from a rodeo family. Her family has a rodeo company and uh, she they get to do it quite a bit and they are competitors and the mother's here roping and it's it's a family affair they, they might not get to travel as much as other competitors because they have to do rodeos but uh, they they make the most of it and she will not back up absolutely absolutely and uh keep on orly madison we need money back to the to the bluegrass state bring it back to kentucky uh sage dunlap um, split that round with a three and four bear creek north carolina cowgirl first check of the weekend three and four 2700 puts her tied for a for fifth in the average with a 103.4 yeah so the average is uh still really pretty wide open but uh, she's she tied with 
Miss Madison. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, or Lee. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be, uh, we'll see how she does tonight and we'll go from there. Absolutely. And then finally, while she was out of the money, I thought we better talk about the average winner so far, the lead in the average, Kelsey Mabry. If you remember, she placed uh, third, uh, I'm sorry, she placed, she split first and second in the first round. Remember the loop went on came off went back on i don't know four or five times she was three and six last night sam so couple that with her three flat she's sitting number one in the average six and six on two head and that average pays 7400 and it's hers to lose she she can go out there and make two good solid runs and it would be her to her to lose because she could run up behind him track him extra stride and rope yep um yep she may do that yeah yeah absolutely i'm looking forward to watching it yeah it's um, and she is she is quick and she's been a lot of fun to watch yes and and kyla matthews um she um she stopped by sam um and we had a great visit with her so folks uh give a listen to this all right we are Happy to welcome to our program today, Miss Kyla Matthews. She won the round last night. To say she won the round is kind of an understatement. Um, 1.9 ties the arena record. Um, 1.9 blazing fast. Our reigning 2022 uh, cowgirl breakaway roper, Miss Kyla Matthews. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great to have you on the show this morning. Thank you for having me. Did you have to get up and get rolling around, or were you already up with horses? Uh, I got up about seven, and I had to go feed my horses and take care of them because they're pretty important. So so talk a little bit about that run last night, 1.9. Well, I knew I had a good calf, and he was a little bit slower than my first calf because my first calf, he was pretty fast, and yeah. I kind of got I got a leg on him. So I was kind of thought I was out of the average, but then after last night, I was – not at the average watching and I had a he was a really good calf and I knew I needed to see a little bit and I thought I might have left a little early but it worked out and so I'm better roping fast than tracking so I'm now what does that mean for our listeners um I feel like I just always have been a fast roper like I'm better under pressure I like when it's fast I don't like to just go and rope one yeah yeah which how many how many um how many what what's it called um, how many times did you spin your rope or uh, I what's think, that called for uh, how many how many swings did you how have? many, how many swings, swings yeah there um, you go probably two two yeah is that is that pretty stand that's that's fast pretty fast pretty yes. fast and and what's the um what's the um score how 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 far are these calves out before you can go usually um like the fast ones you can go when they go the slower ones like you can see probably first thing so but the, they're getting slower so some of them you're gonna have to see probably year round so you have a game plan when you back in yes you sir. know this calf so step us through the game plan on this particular calf um well my horse is like really fast leaving and she's very strong so i have to see a little bit more than most people so um my dad told me to make sure the calf was going, so I backed in there, made sure my horse was setting good, and backed in there, and I heard somebody say, yeah, and I just threw a rope, and it went around his neck. <laughs> so, so tell us about your horse. Uh, she is very special to me. Um, she likes to buck, 
and she is actually 22 years old. You would okay. never think that. Um, she costs $2,200. Senorita is her yes. name. Yes, yes, okay. sir. Okay. She's bare, She's a brat. Like she, her way or no way. So <laughs> she just does whatever she wants to. So, okay. but she's very special to me. She's definitely helped me with my roping yeah. a lot. Yeah. I've yeah. rode her since junior high. So oh, she's oh, wow. very special. So and and thinking about the the purchase price, $2,200. That that's. Yes, right, sir. not a ton. No. How many dollars have you won off this horse? Oh uh, gosh, yeah, there is yeah. no telling. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. she has been very good to me. So, you, you, uh, we were talking a bit ago about the the uh, WCRA. Yes, sir. Uh, you went to North Carolina, and I show you won thirty two hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, sir. On Senorita. Yes, sir. Okay, is that your only? Is that your only roping horse? Uh, no, sir. I have two young ones at home, and then I have another Sarl that is he's really good. But me and Senorita are just. We're just the match, I guess. Must be alike. You know, <laughs> does what she wants to do and has her own attitude, I guess. But uh, I, I'm, con- I know the area where you live. It's yes, just sir. beautiful. Yes, Athens, right? It's just Athens. beautiful there. But uh, and I know some people from around there. A lot of rodeo contestants come yes, from there. What kind of background do you come from? Uh, my dad roped. He's made the IFR several times. He calf ropes, and he made it team roping. And me and him made it together one year, which was very special. Um, he's taught me everything I know. I couldn't have done it without him. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought that's what was happening. But yes, sir. <laughs> I wanted to find out for sure. So yes, sir. That, that's a bond that you can never take yes, away. You, yes, You'll take it away to your grave. Yes, sir. But that's, that's just wonderful. Yes, sir. Because what the parents put into this stuff, Lord help us. Yes, I couldn't oh. do it without my mom and dad. It it would not be possible without them. So, yep. in the time events, I don't think you, I don't think you can. It's very tough to do it without a yes, good sir. background, yes, people sir. behind you pushing yes. you along. Yes, sir. So you you said you got Senorita in junior high. Yes, sir. Okay, and then um, went through high school rodeo on yes, her. Yes, sir. And talk a little bit about your high school. Um, yeah. High school rodeo was not really my thing. I did better at the rodeos. You did? Yes, sir. Did. I was better at the rodeos. I did good my freshman year. I did really good. And then after that, I don't know. I just did better at the rodeos. So. Okay. Um, and the WCRA, you're a fan? Yes, sir. I am. After going to Tron, it was pretty good. I didn't do like I should have done in the last round, but it happens. I won a pretty good bit of money, so I can't complain. Okay. And, and um, you, you, what's your plans for the year? Are you going to nominate a bunch? I'm probably going to nominate a, probably the women's rodeo. I'm probably going to nominate it. And so. Now, what's that mean, women's rodeo? Um, it's something they do for the women's rodeo. I'm not, like, exactly sure, but they do. Um, it's, like, for the women's and stuff, and it pays really good, too. Okay. Um, so. Okay. So it's kind of like what they're doing for the kids. Yes, sir. So. It, it, I oh, think it's oh, just oh, for the women. That's part right. of the WCRA. Yes, oh, wow. Yes, I didn't know this. I, I think what they're doing is uh, amazing because they're trying to build the young kids and get them involved in yes, this and, and work up through there. And a lot of times you stick where you start. And not everybody, but uh, I think they're using their heads. And what I love about the WCRA is they're thinking outside the box. They're doing things that nobody even dreamed of in the rodeo business. Because we're all that mindset, you know, old school, you're going to do this, you got to do that, you know, got to have your boots on, your long sleeve shirt, you know, that everything's the same. But now it has changed with uh, thinking outside the box, if you want to say that, but uh, thinking out, out of the rope camp. 
That's right. <laughs> and in a 1.9, is that your fastest? Actually, a 1.4 is my fastest. Holy cow. How do yes, you sir. do that? I mean, you're st- are you still behind the barrier when you throw? It, the barrier was very short, and I yeah, I did throw pretty fast. But, yeah, it was. That's incredible. Yes, sir. Is that a two-swing catch? I, I'm really or not. One? I can't even. I, I think it was one and a half, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and for you folks that don't know, the barrier is the head start they give the calf. So yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. If it's shorter, you can be quicker. And, here it's a pretty good size arena so when you doug asked me will anybody break the two second i said ah it's too too big a pen to do that but well good no. job <laughs> young lady. you showed us you proved showed me us. wrong once again absolutely absolutely i love that i love that no very exciting run i mean just cool you know separated yourself from the field very very quickly Thank and you. to your point i calculate you're in third in the average yes sir i didn't expect that, but the first round didn't go as planned for most of them. I, you know, it was kind of not how I expected it to be, which yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm back in the average. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. For sure. So two more to catch. Yes, sir. Let's go. Um, and last year you won the average. Yes, sir. So why not, right? And go for the backup, uh, go for another world championship. Yes, yes sir. Okay. Um, who are you traveling with? Uh, I travel with my dad mainly and yeah. a girl that lives by my house, Morgan Larkin. She's been very... Me and her are, I feel like it's hard in this time to find someone who wants to see you win like you want to see someone else win. That's definitely been hard for me. I've learned that a true friend wants to see you win. Okay, okay. And and that is the mindset when we were talking to Cody, yes. right? Um, that is the mindset, and Sam talks about this a lot, um, the camaraderie, right, that you can build, yes. and it's you against the animal, and a lot of folks don't know that. You're thinking, oh, I've got to beat this other person. No, yes. I've got to do the best I can. Exactly. Is that yes, the sir. mindset when you back yes, it in? Yes, sir. Okay. And and what are you doing from the, the mental aspect of the game? How are you how are you building that that muscle? I feel like I just try to stay positive and if it's God's plan, it's God's plan. He already has it planned out you know yeah. how it's gonna end up. So. Yeah, yeah. How quickly can you let a bad run go by? I used to let it bother me, but I just, as soon as I ride out of the pen, I just forget about it because it, it already happened. You know, you can't change what happened. So, and like I said, God has a plan. He knows what's going to happen. There so I just go. put it up with I him. So I love it. That's excellent. It, and that was the hardest thing for me. I yes, went sir. over in my mind and mind and mind. And then it it's messes like with you. So. It, yeah. And it's dumb. Yes, it, sir. It, well, as you mature, you think you can't change it. You ain't, Did you learn from it? Well, take that away and forget right. about yes, it. Yes, sir. It, it's time. Yes, sir. Move on. That's right. <laughs> Move on. I love it. I love yes, what sir. you guys are doing. Um, a blast to watch your rope. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're rooting for you. And Thank you. Let's win another world championship. That's the plan. All right. So BTC, riding for the brand? Yes, sir. <laughs> no, no, you got to. I guess say BTC, riding for the brand. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Thank you, Kylan. Thank you so much. Wonderful to have you on this Thank morning. you for having me. I, I appreciate it. Make your dad proud. Thank you. Thank you all for having me. Yes, Kyla was uh, here, interesting young lady. Uh, really seems to know how to take care of business. And her father travels around, takes her quite a few places. And he is probably laying the groundwork for a wonderful young lady to move on up in the world of breakaway rope. And there's so many opportunities for these girls now. You know, the WCRA and in the PRCA, it, it's just 
opening doors, and I think he's pushing her in the right direction. Absolutely, absolutely. And what a great, uh, what a, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun talking with her as well. Anything else, Sam, before we say good day? I think we're good, Doug. I'm just looking forward to tonight and uh, seeing how it goes. And good luck, Colton. Good luck, Dalen. Good luck, Raymond. Eli, let's go. Time to win. Absolutely. Time to win. And uh, we are tickled you guys are listening to this podcast and and share it with your friends if you're enjoying it and let them know that they they can find us on all the major podcasts. Search for Beyond the Shoots and give a listen. Let's follow. Let's like do all that sort of thing. Um, We invite you to check out our Beyond the Shoots Facebook group page and our web page Beyond the Shoots dot show. Thank you to Parasite Systems for their support with our podcast. Parasite System is a push button parasitic diagnostic system for pasture animals and especially for your highly competitive horses and all the miles sam that you put on these horses the stress um emily and and kind of both spoke of that you know and anything you can help let's do it let's do it it's so competitive and you know if if you're buying feed you know how expensive it is why feed the parasites get rid of them absolutely so you can order your test kits at poop to proof Dot com. Sam, you got to say it. Say it. Poop to proof. I, I would have forgot it again. I know. I know. Poop kind to of proof. something you want to block out of your I mind. know. I know. I understand. Hey, and we've got a coupon for 50% off your test kits. PTC. BTC. 023. BTC. This is Beyond the Shoots with... Sam Swearingen. Until next time, which will be tomorrow morning, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.